right, everyone. How you doing? I am Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast International Series, and here with me I have a surprise episode, um, a surprise interview, rather. Uh, have um, MK representatives, the captain Ross Gregg, James Brown, who's been on now at this point three times. Uh, that'll be that'll be fun to have for sure. And Elliot Webb. Um, these guys comprise of MK Cyclones. They went to the Unicorn Open uh, this past weekend. And we're here to talk about that. So starting with, um, I guess we could start with Ross, but whoever, if this pertains to someone else, by all means, hop in. Um, when did you guys hear about this tournament? Uh, well, actually, James, uh, I think James should take this one because James is the one and the reason we went. Oh, I just, okay. Yeah, I just saw it on um, Facebook and I was like, well, we've never really done a tour before. So I messaged Ross, I saw what he thought of it and... Usually these ideas get shot down, but he was all keen for it. And uh, so, yeah, we ran it for everyone and everyone was down to do it. So it just kind of happened. Oh, so th this this was you. This was your doing. You just happened to scroll through Facebook and you saw an ad for this? Yeah, I saw them advertising it on Facebook and uh, I brought it to Ross. He did most of the hard work, I will admit, <laughs> like <laughs> sorting the flights and the hotels and whatnot. But um, You mean... You mean doing absolutely everything other than uh, other than finding the tournament? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, how how much time in between you finding out when this tournament was going to happen versus getting everyone to say yes was it was it like a week or was it two weeks? Like, you recall the timeline? Genuinely, Sergio, I I think we put a post on our Facebook uh, group, uh, and within five minutes, we already had about ten. 10, 12 people say yes. Oh, uh, wow. And that was it. Yeah. Uh, we had a few people pull out through injury um, and, and other COVID scares. COVID scares <laughs> and other scenarios. But um, yeah, other than that, it literally was just a case of uh, we put it out, we had the people we wanted, and then off we went. Great. <laughs> Pretty much managed so to get most of our first team to go as well, which was good. So most of your first, uh, first team went? Did. Yeah, yeah, we missed. We're missing one player. Yeah, Sam. Sam, yeah. Sam, yeah. Uh, he was. He just turned eighteen, uh, and to be fair to his parents, it was probably not the best time to first go away with a group of lads. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. I mean, maybe it was. You call it a learning experience. We could do. We could. Do. We should have called it. That would have been good. Yeah. That's <laughs> a learning let me just say this. This is why you guys have me. I'm like the perfect agent. I can negotiate really well. I'm just saying. Part of that is what, my profession. What, what I'm hearing is next year, Sergio, when we go again, you'll be playing for us. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Either I'll be playing or I'll convince, um, what's his name? Sam. Sam. Sam? Uh, Sam yeah. Either that or I'll convince Sam and his parents to let him go. That's perfect. That's what I mean, I'm telling you. Character building. There we go. Character building, life lessons, all that. We're, just call it an educational experience. Where, where's he going to go? Is he going to Plymouth? Is he going? Where's he going? I wish he was coming to Plymouth. I wish. <laughs> um, he'll probably I go to Plymouth. I think he'll probably go to It's definitely better than Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to talk about your university, you know where to call me. Um, <laughs> just. Give me two or three people, and uh, we'll go from there. But um, wow, 
another Plymouth shot. So <laughs> how long did it take you? How long were you guys uh, training for the tournament? About five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. It's one uh, training yeah. session. <laughs> so honestly, yeah. yeah. And ten minutes. Uh, ten minutes at the training session last Thursday, and we left to go to France on Friday. It was ten minutes wow. where we played as a as a squad, and that was it. Oh wow! So I'm I'm getting the feeling that you guys didn't sign up say months in advance. This was like a spur of the oh, no, moment. We Oops. We it's uh, it's a case of the rules weren't overly dissimilar to our own. So hmm. our our usual Super League training would be um, on the level that you know we were anticipating playing at, um, and unfortunately, a lot of our players don't always come to training as it is. So. Oh, I think Milton Keynes is quite far. Yes. Yeah, it really is. Exactly that. Uh, okay. So if, if you if you were to point it on the map, where is Milton Kings at? For someone who doesn't know the geography as well. <laughs> an hour away from London. Milton. Hour away from London. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's about an hour is it an hour north? Yeah, so uh, yeah. halfway between what, London and Cambridge? <laughs> no. No. London and Northampton. No, where am I, what am I thinking? I don't know. Dunstan, 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 in the Midlands? And, yeah, so yeah, Milton Keynes, yeah, we'll say Midlands and we'll say it's north and a little bit west of London. Okay. By about an hour. And Plymouth, James, how long does it take you to drive from Plymouth to Milton Keynes? Plymouth is 240 miles away from Milton Keynes. And <laughs> takes me four and a half hours to drive there. <laughs> That's the distance between LA and Vegas, just for anyone who wants to compare. That's far. Um, and that trip is a lot more fun. And I do that trip regularly. Jeez. Um, so, wait, was that James Brown who does that trip regularly? Yeah. Let's hope oh. that you learn how to navigate better than you did for Land's End. A little oh, Easter yeah. egg for people at home. Um, <laughs> so you only had like roughly one session. Um, did I hear that the rules were kind of different in France? They're basically the same. The only difference, really, uh, is that the, the neutral zone is twice the size. So your opponents are a lot closer. Um, and when you're hit, you have to just immediately place the ball down on the floor. You can't pass it back. Um, other than that, the rules are almost exactly identical to how we play in the UK. And the suicide Isn't... rule. Uh, yeah, the sacrifice rule, where if you launch yourself onto your opponent's half and hit them out, you're allowed to run back onto your own side. It's, that's not how you play in England? No, so in England, as soon as you land, you're out, whether you hit them or not. Oh. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. We, we never, I don't think any of us actually managed to successfully do it when we were oh, playing. Ed did. Ed, Ed did, did, yeah. Oh, of course he did. And Jack didn't, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> no, Jack tried and got caught. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's Jack? Uh, so he's, he's one of our players who, it basically... Uh, is really he's the fastest guy out of all of us. Um, so he's. I think we're in a three v one. Me, Jack, and Ed. Jack and Ed have both got a ball on the wings. This guy runs and throws, misses all three of us. Those two sprint full pelt at this guy. Both do a suicide. Jack's got their first and thrown at him and hit him in the chest. Ed's thought, "Oh, that guy's been hit. I don't need to throw." So doesn't throw. This guy makes a catch. I'm now left in a 1v2 with four seconds left. <laughs> and the worst yeah. thing is, Elliot didn't hit one of them. I didn't have any balls on my <laughs> side. 
I can't hit them if there's nothing for me to throw. Oh, oh. Didn't even try. Didn't even try, Sergio. There was nothing there. <laughs> yeah. I should have just it thrown was... myself at them and see what happened. That would have been yeah. It was hopeless. Um, do you want to say who was Jack's last name? Murphy. Jack Murphy. Name and shame Murphy. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not shame a listener. Um unless he doesn't <laughs> listen. Uh but that's side <laughs> point. <laughs> So, all right, you guys had your one session as a team. Um, did you, you guys only sent one team? You guys didn't send, like, let's say, Team A, Team B, and a women's team? Uh, or is it – or, like, how many how many people uh, went with you? I'm sorry. So, uh, we, only, we, had, we only had – sorry. We only had uh, eight people, and then Philip pulled out of the airport because – Do we want to go in, into that with detail or not? We can go up to that later. Yeah, cool. We want. Um, but yeah, so we only took seven in the end, and um, yeah, that was pretty much it. So I kind of want to ask, and I think I kind of got a sneak preview uh, before we hopped on. Who brought the minion? Who named the minion? And bravo for the marketing because that was on my Instagram feed at least ninety percent <laughs> over the weekend, more so than any of the results that we're going to discuss in a bit. So I, I want to get to the. When did the minion get bought? So, yeah, so essentially we were we'd got we all got to the airport nice and early. Um and I think I th- I can't remember if we'd got to the the bar yet at that point or not, but we were just kind of milling around. I think people were kind of trying to buy some water. And I saw that there was a Hamley's toy shop in the airport and thought, oh, I'll just go and have a look around. And there was this minion wearing your typical kind of Buckingham Palace guards big black bushy hat with a uh, a nice union jack on his dungarees front and it was it was extortionately expensive i think it was 25 pounds normally but it was knocked down to 20 and i thought well i'm on tour so it's a it's a good purchase and he could be <laughs> our, he can be our mascot so i i bought him thinking oh it's great yeah everyone will chip in why i thought that i don't know um, <laughs> so i was thinking yeah everyone will chip in and then we can give it to the mvp of the weekend no one has paid me a, a, a penny for oh. it. He is, he is 100% mine. We made the um, maths in the shop and figured out it would only be like three quid for everyone to get it. £2.50. £2.50 yeah. Um, yeah, we then we didn't have a name for him. Uh, and then when, when Phil pulled out due to circumstances <laughs> that, <laughs> that we can go into later if need be, um, sure. <laughs> we, we decided that we'd, we'd call him Phil so that way, Phil was at least with us on tour, um, oh. and then yes, as, as you saw on Instagram, uh, Ross, being the the social media guru that he is, <laughs> was pet was basically being pestered by all of us to upload lots and lots of Phil, um, and he did. You may have noticed a slight lack of Phil on our Instagram on Sunday, though. Uh, that was because Ross. Don't you dare rather, blame me. Ross got <laughs> rather drunk. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, was passing Phil around and forgot where he'd left him. Ooh. No one Ooh. knew where he was. We then got back to the hotel after the tournament on Sunday with no Phil in on the Instagram because we th- we thought we'd lost him. Turns out he was in, you won't believe it's Jack Murphy yet again coming up here, in Jack Murphy's bed. Hmm. And he'd just left him there the whole time and we were there thinking that he'd been lost <laughs> in a ditch or something. But no. So he, uh, what was he oh, doing in Jack Murphy's bed? We, we don't yeah. want to know. <laughs> yeah. This is a PG podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, exactly. Jack Murphy. 
I'd like. To I don't know you, bro, but this isn't uh, this ain't the move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did still have his clothes on when we found him, though, so it's all good. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah, it was pretty much. I I can honestly say, as someone who was trying to follow with you guys, you had him. You took pictures of Phil on a bar in a group of people. Yeah. Uh, a group of women in the bar, I think in a DJ booth. Oh, um, no, that was, um, so that was one of the dodgeball, the French dodgeball clubs that came out with us Saturday night. And Ross, as you can imagine, was fairly drunk and thought it was <laughs> absolutely amazing to just get pictures of Phil with everyone and doing jokes about, you know, Phil pulling and this, that and the other and having a good time and all that kind of thing. I mean, Ross, you're the captain and social media guru, man. How, how, do, how do you come up with it? I, I wanted to um, you know, vicariously live through Phil. Uh, as a married man, I can't go out on the pool anymore. So, oh. you know, <laughs> you live through this soft toy. <laughs> so, uh, I, I just thought it would make the best viewing. Uh, and also, I was drunk. So anyone gave me a suggestion, I thought it was a great idea. And That's typically how drinking works. Exactly um, that. Uh, we we had a one of the guys from Bordeaux um, was drinking with us and, and told us he was a child genius. Um, and so obviously Phil became best friends with him for a while. Uh, <laughs> it, honestly, the whole the whole experience was great. Uh, do should we just rip the the, the plaster off and, and explain why Phil is called Phil? Yes, please. Yeah, Let's go for it. Go on, Ross. So uh, one of our players, Philip. Uh, Top bloke, honestly, he's been so excited for this trip for the last month or two. Um, he's arrived. He's he's a new he's a new father. Uh, so you know, congratulations to Phil if you're listening. Oh wow, hey, Re- reasonably new. Oh yeah, reason in lockdown. So like a year a year ago, year and a half, two, two years. Yeah, about that. Uh, but unfortunately, his little boy um, has been re- rather ill recently, uh, just before coming on tour, and. Um, yeah, before he came away, obviously he's seen his son and uh, has unfortunately caught his stomach bug, which led to some rather <laughs> awkward scenes, shall we say, in a restaurant <laughs> where uh, the bar staff thought he was too drunk because he'd thrown up all over himself. And then it was quite explosive vomit in the middle of the floor with other patrons sat around. Uh, yeah. It was it was a sight to see. No, uh, I'd rather not. Um, it's safe, to, he, safe to say we left that bar quite quickly. He was refused service after that. He um he not only threw up at the table, he then stood up and was stood <laughs> in the middle of the floor for about twenty seconds before then throwing up again. In which time he could have definitely made it to the toilet or something, but yeah, he decided to cover the restaurant. So, sorry, Sergey, for lowering the bar of the podcast there. Straight away, <laughs> Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the people that I'm going to get blasted by for letting you guys tell that story. I know <laughs> they wanted to hear it. They would not be as blasted as much as the floor was by his vomit. Wow. <laughs> I, like, when we say explosive, we mean explosive. All right. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> a dodgeball, you say? <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about the Unicorn Open, man. What, right. How did we get to this? Uh, <laughs> it's a so, <laughs> so um, you guys landed the night before, right? Obviously. That's right, yeah. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what did you guys do upon arrival? 
uh, typical Brits. We uh, got right. to the hotel, dropped off our stuff, found the nearest bar, and went out. That's not Quite just simple. a British thing. I do the same thing. Yeah, the issue <laughs> is that we, we discovered that we would get to this bar, uh, what was it, about, I want to say, half an hour before last orders. Yeah, um, yeah. And immediately, I think we ordered, was it two or three rounds were quite quickly gathered in for that. Yeah, um, yeah. James, how was your experience first night? I <laughs> did not have a COVID pass, so I could not get into the bar first night. Oh, wow. I, have, I do yeah. have a COVID pass, um, but my my app wasn't working. I basically had changed my details on the app and it had basically frozen my app for 24 hours for security checks. So, yeah, I got to the bar and was was basically refused serviced immediately. Yeah, for those who've not me. been to France like post-COVID, everywhere requires a mask and everywhere requires... Uh, proof of vaccinations otherwise you are just not allowed entry so yeah james was immediately turned around ross to be fair left his phone at the hotel and started panicking as he was there going i can't do anything and then realized that he could uh i think he'd given his covid pass onto the group chat as the well-organized person i am as you've all <laughs> discovered <laughs> i uh i screenshot my covid pass and sent it to the group to remind everybody else to bring theirs so thank God I did that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very diligent man. I will say that, Russ. Thank I will you, say that. <laughs> um, so, James, you had a pretty dry Friday night. Is that what I hear? Yeah, I went back to the hotel and ordered a McDonald's on Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly the worst thing to do, but maybe in the lead up to a tournament, not my number one choice. It's all right. I uh, got out on the Saturday night, so... Always yeah. uh, made up for. Hmm. Well, we can definitely talk <laughs> about that. So, um, the day of the tournament, um, was it a group stage uh, format, or did you guys do a round robin throughout the whole um, tournament? Pool? So, so it was a group stage thing. I, I do want to quickly just jump in here and just say this: this tournament was the best run. And this is no offense to British dodgeball or anyone else, any other competition I've been in. This was the best run tournament I've ever been to. It was yep, I'd agree, yeah. It was amazing. Uh, like Rice and uh, Lincoln uh, Dodgeball Club, just absolute props to them because it was incredible. Um, but yeah, yeah, so it was, a, it was a group stage format uh, with the top two teams going to the semi-finals. Um, yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely incredible. So, uh, Elliot, you want to jump in? Elliot James, either of you? Yeah. Um... <laughs> They had an opening ceremony. They had... Oh, we had like, Zumba. Zumba. Everyone did a warm-up together. It was so, yeah, it was it so was funny. The, their special warm-up. And it was a, from, the, from the looks of it, they seemed quite organised. So I think they must do it at every training session. And it was... We were. It, it worked, to be fair. It warmed me up. I couldn't see anything because I was one of the shortest there and all the tall people <laughs> in front of me. But I couldn't see what was going on. I had to try and copy everyone else. So I was way out of time. But it worked. It warmed me up. We got to come out to our own music as well. Um, what was we? You had your own screen? intro. Yeah, we had our own yeah. intro. Um, do, do you watch? Uh, do you watch wrestling or anything, Sergio? Oh, anyone who knows me knows. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, so we came out to um, Bobby Roode's glorious theme song. And it, was, <laughs> it was incredible. I that, loved it. Yeah, wow. Loved it. Um, so I was thinking, no, we had a vote for what our walk-in theme should be. 
Imperial okay. March from Star Wars one. No, it didn't. Ross... No, it didn't. No, yes, it, didn't. it did. And I, then Ross on just the decided right now. Ross then look, just decided to, to rig the system. <laughs> Ross rigged the system, changed all the votes so that. What do you mean? How can I change all the votes? Like <laughs> Bobby Root, no, Bobby Root. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it into the group chat right now again. Uh, fake news. Fake news. Elliot's upset. He didn't know. To be fair, only myself and Jack, Jack Murphy again. Can you believe? Watch wrestling. <laughs> Uh, but it's still one. <laughs> so. Damn, I just withdrew my vote, but it's not been. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one, Jack Murphy has been mentioned more often than not, and yeah. sounds like someone I might have to interview down the road. Uh, <laughs> two bonus for the wrestling reverence. Um, Thank you. Thank if I if I had known you were going to go that way, uh, anyone knows me, I would probably would have picked um, the Fiends intro. I used to love the fiend. Uh, let's not go that. Let's not go down that route because otherwise, I'll I'll be off track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darby Allen, um, nice. Finn Balor's. Oh. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, this is going to be a separate podcast entirely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll link uh, up after this and do a wrestling one. <laughs> for sure. Um, was it? Was that uh, Elliot? Right. Ross. That's Ross. <laughs> okay, Ross. Oh, sorry, you guys kind of sound the um, We'll definitely, definitely have one later on. All right, so, uh, so I want to ask. Well, starting with Ross, um, did you have any personal highlights in the group stage? Uh, yeah, I, I totally forgot how to catch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Self-proclaimed best catcher so, in the club. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. But by the end of the weekend, I had redeemed myself by making the most catches out of the club. So it's okay. Just because you couldn't move on Sunday. <laughs> you were <laughs> on spot. The, uh, so my personal highlight uh, would be uh, <laughs> dropping the easiest rebound catch known to man. Hmm. Uh, usually I'd, I'd sit here and try and big myself up and say I was great. <laughs> the, the, the Saturday is possibly the worst I performed all year. Uh, so I can't. There's no possibly can't about it. it. I know. Yeah, right. I'm, yeah, I had a bad day. Um, but if yeah, that was my highlight. <laughs> Clearly, highlight means something different over in the UK because that is not a highlight. <laughs> I, I just think I yeah. I, I, if I sat there and said something good, it would portray the fact that I played well. <laughs> I don't want mm. that to come across. He also <laughs> knows that if he doesn't mention it, we will all bring it up. I was waiting for <laughs> Okay. Um, wait, was this a one day or two day? I forgot to ask. One day or two, two days. days. Two days. Okay, so the first day was group stage. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had, to be fair, we had one group, one our final group stage match on the Sunday morning as well at nine o'clock in the morning. Which I couldn't oh, play. That's epic. Um, <clears throat> I heard there was another English team that uh, went there. as was a Warwick team right Warwick, yes yeah yeah <clears throat> Did you, were you guys in the same group with them we were not unfortunately um but, but they were absolutely brilliant they were top laugh and uh, they did really well in the end uh their mixed team anyway yeah got into the finals oh, mm. oh really yeah, yeah their mixed team got uh what second place losing only mm, yeah. to the uh the the organizers of the the tournament who would like to point out won every single category it is oh they swept the whole Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did. They won their own <laughs> tournament. Only one team beat them all weekend, and we beat that team. So true. Should have been us. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Later. 
So suffice to say, uh, a lot of low lights in the group stage, but you guys uh, no, went no, no, on. Just for no, me, no, no, just for me, just for Elliot Ross. and James have plenty of highlights to talk about. I, I had a blast. All right, James, let's hear it. Oh, I don't know. I played, I think I played quite well on the Saturday, but on the Sunday I was... This I is just a Saturday, James. We're just talking about Saturday. Okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine then. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, on the Sunday I was gone. On the Saturday... Yeah, I think we played really well. Everyone on Saturday, I think. I think Except we had... A, a, <laughs> there was one thing I did which uh, everyone on the team shouted at me for, and it was in the first game. <laughs> I, I counted someone, and I was at the line, and they were literally... I spent like probably half a meter in front of me and they were like trying to get in my face because if they were trying to make sure if they if I hit them, the ball would deflect back into me and hit me out. But um so instead I decided to do like a little trick <laughs> shot and I span around <laughs> and uh threw the ball at him and it hit him and it just bounced back into me anyway. <laughs> and I turn around and the whole team is let's just say no, they're not cheering me on. <laughs> um Ooh, and then uh- because of that. One of our old players then ran out and um, threw a ball and got hit out, and we basically lost the set in that game. <laughs> um, that was on live stream as well. Yeah. Suffice to say, uh-huh. basically, I started the chain, which made us lose a set. Wow. Um, I thought your highlight would be waiting for me to fake so that the guy lies on the floor, and then you smack him square in the side of the head. At I don't close range. Talk about that. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. I want to hear this. Is this in the semi-finals game? No, no, no. This is no, the no, first no. set, first I think, game. of the... Was it the first game? No, no, it's oh, the first, yeah. first set that James played all day. Oh, yeah, I mean, first set, James, yeah. So we're in, I think it's a 1v5. We are so far up that we don't have to do anything. This guy throws, so me and James sprint forward. I fake, he lies on the floor, and James decides, I've got this whole person's body to aim at. So we, all know, <laughs> we all know that James Brown is a headshot master. And so about, I want to say at most a metre from James to this person, James just launches it full pelt at the side of his head. Oh, how, he, how he did, how he got away without being carded for aggressive play, I don't know. Wait, you can be carded for that? Yeah, yeah if you yeah, yeah. if you headshot someone in the neutral zone while you're in the neutral zone or close to said neutral zone, then you can get carded for being Any, anything that's perceived as a deliberate headshot can be yeah. a yellow card offense. Yeah, concussion because, protocol. Because the guy was lying down, there was a a fair like there was mitigating <clears throat> circumstances but the fact that he'd been lying down for a good second or two before james released i think counts against this is making me sound to be a really mean person but, but elliot what you what you're um <laughs> forgetting to uh what you're forgetting to take into consideration here is james's lack of accuracy that is uh, true he was probably i've heard that previously um and to be fair james this is kind of like karma because uh I remember the last time you were on this podcast, you stitched up someone pretty good. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> the anxiety. The, the, I can't this remember. Is how little it, this is how little it matters to him. He can stitch people up and not care. <laughs> I just feel like in our club, we have a very uh, back and forth relationship with everyone. Everyone's just constantly insulting one another. <laughs> no, just you. <laughs> No, that's that's a youth thing. That's a youth thing. That's a massive thing. Um, yeah, no, it's just you yes. two. Yeah, that's cool. That is true. Elliot, what's your highlight of the? Uh, of the- <laughs> Back on track. Oh. Right, well, my highlight of Saturday would, would probably be after on the 
I'll, I'll just set the scene with the taxi ride from the airport to our hotel. I had our entire team telling me I was terrible at catching. <laughs> was, I'm completely useless. I never make any catches. Why do people think I'm so good? And then I was like, wow. fine, I'll start catching. To which they said, no, 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 don't, don't change again. No, no, just, just do what you normally do. I said, no, no, no. You said I need me to catch. <laughs> and I think I then what I ended Saturday with is that twelve or thirteen catches to Ross's three. I wow. don't don't put me down because how many did you have? Better. You had zero coming into what the last two games. Yeah, he did. irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant. I, you claim to be the best catcher in the club and you had fewer than half my number of catches at the end of day one. I am and by day two, I'd overtaken you. By, by day two, I'd overtaken you. catcher in the club and I had more catches. We're talking me. about day one, though. Um, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> also, James, you did not have more catches than me. You made three all weekend. No, on the first day, I mean. Yeah, no, James, I made five catches first day. <laughs> and five first day. Yeah, James, you still lost. Oh, damn it. Did, did anyone bring a GoPro? Uh, well, see, this is the thing. I did, but I'd forgotten hmm. to charge the batteries for day one, so I only have our first two games. And then uh, day two was so hectic that I forgot to record everything. Yeah, I was about to say that's the only way to handle this. We got we got to see the receipts. Who had more? Day one, day two. Yeah, uh, so we, they did live know. stream it, but they uh, because there were four courts, they weren't live streaming all courts at the same time. So I think only a few of our games were recorded. So most of my catches aren't there. Some of Ross's are. James, I don't think, made a catch all weekend officially. Um, <laughs> officially? Uh, nothing. I think any caught on camera. I think one okay. If you could find that, let me know, James. <laughs> I think it was uh, the deflection catch, though, which is apparently doesn't count. That count. Oh, what do you mean it doesn't count? Oh, no, it does count. It didn't count for the other... There was a, well, I can't remember what the other bet was, but the, yeah, Ross basically decided that he was going to say if, if, depending on how good a catcher you were in our team. So before the tournament, Ross basically asked everyone to rank everyone top to bottom in terms of, in terms of catching. And so then he decided that depending on where you were on that list, depended on how many catches you needed to make for him to buy you a pint. Mm. So I doubled my quota by the end of day one, and yet Ross still has not bought me. A single pint for it. Ooh. Whoa, 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 whoa there, Elliot. You <laughs> take that back right now. God, when did you buy me a pint? It was everybody place. a pint. No, I didn't drink that. You didn't buy me one. You may have bought a lot of pints, but I paid for all of mine. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I can't say everyone sure. here, you know I will buy you a pint. Oh, yeah, I know you will, but you haven't. <laughs> if you if you really, I just wanted if you to really want to claim that, I will. I'm mad at that. <laughs> To be fair, I think it's your round this week anyway, so. Might be. <laughs> There's uh, some problems going on here. Um... <laughs> but no, so I, I call that good captaincy, you know. I'm, I'm motivating people to go out there and make catches, you know. Get them out of their comfort zone. And it worked for most people. Everyone hit so their quota in my comfort zone. It was one. insane. Was that James or Matt? It was me. It was you. <laughs> 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 I don't think Matt made his either, actually. No, he didn't. He's not a catcher. He's he is a big arm. Did he make any catches? He made, I think, eight over over the weekend. He made a very uh -huh. scary catch. Uh, he, he he made a catch that I think that ball must have gone at least, I want to say, 10, 15, 10, 15 meters in the air. It was in the air for about five seconds, and yeah. everyone on court was just staring at this ball go up and come back down. <laughs> this, the, the, the guy who threw at him could quite easily have run back, grabbed the ball, and thrown at him, but he just stood there watching in, in awe. 
because it Matt must have played volleyball at some point. That was a prop. That was a proper good set. Yeah, <laughs> <it> was... <laughs> wow, he really won that for like a three on one. Yeah, he did. Yeah, not quite my four v one though. We'll get to oh, that. Not, not quite, not quite. You know, <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. Uh, so after you guys got through the group stage, what did you guys do on a Saturday night? Very, oh, well, this, this is the thing. At the end of Saturday, with that one game left to play, we hadn't actually confirmed mm. that we were out of the group stage. We, oh, were, we, were, probably, we were probably out, really. Like, yeah, logistically, we, were in, we thought we were yeah. out. Yeah, we were in, I think, third place. And uh, so although it was six, uh, seven teams per group uh, due to having to, they had to rejig the scheduling, um, they only had time to do semifinals and finals. So only the top two per group got through. And we were sat in third place, needing to, essentially, I think we were taking on first place in the group at 9am the following morning. Yeah. Team who had lost a game. Yeah, had not also. lost a game were the Hungarian national team. They on purpose and, uh, didn't go out on the night before either, just so they could yeah. beat us. Jeez. This was the Hungarian national team. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and jeez. I mean, we'll get to that. But yeah, so we were all there thinking, right? Okay, we're going to have to absolutely smash it in the morning. But we can ignore that for now. We can all go and get drunk, and that's tomorrow's problem. You gotta remember, we're we're also on tour. You know, we're yeah. there to play dodgeball first and foremost, of course. But yeah. we're also yeah. on tour, so Drinking we've got to do tour things like yeah. get drunk and then get everybody else in the pub to down a pint. For for example, that might oh, be something. Ross, cool. you were a menace. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I got I got very confident. I had, had a young uh, young lad telling me that I was good at dodgeball. My head was through the roof. It was just a. The best Crazy thing is, I think I think that bloke mistook you for me. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. this, this six foot two handsome stallion that I am. Oh, wow. it, every, everyone that's seen me knows I'm at least six foot tall. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I met you in Canic. You're more like 5'11, but that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take 5'11. I'll take 5'11. I'm like, nice. not someone six feet. We're at eye level, I think. I think you're talking about <laughs> someone else. Yeah, I, don't, I can't let me Elliot with eye level. I have to look down to see Elliot. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, wow. I think most people do. I'm, I'm just serious. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, go on. No, I was going to say, uh, so you guys woke up day one thinking you were already out and you're playing the Hungarian uh, team, right? Yeah, so yeah, day two, woke up in the morning. Uh, Ross, how are you My hangover oh. hadn't hit yet, so I felt great. Ooh. I was still drunk, I think. Ross I was... got into the hotel at about half three in the morning, and we had with... to be at the venue at nine o'clock. With oh, sorry, a little tangent story, a little tangent story here, with Jack, who tried to climb a fence, ripping <laughs> his entire right hand open. Uh, so he'd uh, his throwing hand. He managed to try and climb a fence, ripped his hand open. Oof. Uh, yeah, it wasn't brilliantly nasty. on Sunday as well. He did play brilliantly on Sunday, uh, but he we thought he was out for the whole day, um, unable to play. Uh, but he could grip a ball, so it was fine. Uh, but mm. that's how that's how uh, Philip ended up in Jack's bed because we had yeah. to give it to him yeah. so that he had something to comfort him whilst he was sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then what's it? Yeah, we had to be at the venue for nine o'clock in the morning. So we've we've ordered Ubers, 
perfect with me. I think me, Ross and Ed all got in an Uber and the Uber driver decided that he knows the way better than a sat-nav, which oh, sometimes gosh. they do. Uh, yeah. So we, we went from basically going to be getting to the venue at 10 to 9, giving us 10 minutes to warm up, to getting to the venue, I think, 30 seconds before the start of our match. Yeah. <clears throat> that was yeah. fun. That was fun. Oh, but we played fan. That was the best we played all weekend. We were fantastic. I speak for yourself. I played great for, in every game. I was. <laughs> <one too. laughs> um, so, w- was the reason you guys played great because you guys knew it was a Hungarian team? Did, was it the reason uh, that you guys played great was because it was pretty much do or die as far as you were concerned? Like, what, what played into it? Was, do or die. It was, like it's interesting. It was the. It was the one of the few games we had people didn't expect us to win. So there was less pressure on us to do well. We played really well as a team. We knew we had to win. And James Brown didn't step on the court. That was probably the main thing. Yeah, Entirely the captain's decision, Matt. <laughs> no, James was, couldn't stand um, up straight. He was a bit, I, of a bit of a mess. I was so drunk. He fell over at least twice retrieving I, balls um, for us. I was ball retrieving and I fell into the net. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, yeah. it, Oh, it was no. a sight to see. <laughs> It was probably a good but, thing I didn't play it anyway because yeah. um, one of the Hungarian players also comes to Plymouth Uni. So it would have been an yeah. even bigger disadvantage. Yeah. Well, it's, it's in, we, we, had a, we had tactics that game. We obviously had tactics for every game. But we had a, a, main, a main ploy and, and it worked to, to a treat. In fact, and I don't want his, his ego to get any, any bigger here, but Elliot and Ed, who are two wingers, uh, had their opposing players in their pocket all game. And it was it was honestly fantastic, just great dodgeball. See, I told you I was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you got you guys beat the team, right? You guys beat the Hungarian team. Uh, this is where seven. yeah, this is where it gets interesting because we beat them, but we knew that we were chasing the set difference to the uh, the hosts. So their first team were also in our group, and we knew that we we had to win by a certain amount depending on their set difference. Because they were mm. playing, I think, the Spanish second team or something. Yeah. So we knew that would be a big set difference. Uh, and we then saw their score at the end. And their score was, I think, 26-0. Yeah. And we worked it out the day before. And we were all convinced that due to that uh, score, we hadn't done enough. Yeah. So we were there going, we've just beaten the Hungarian national team like, with a reasonable scoreline. But we've not done enough. We're, we're out. We're just in the, the playoff places now. So we're all a bit deflated. I've wandered off and I think I helped the Warwick mixed team with some ball retrieving or something. The lads wandered off, started looking at the, the scoreline. And I hear this shout from across the hall. I just hear my name being shouted. And there's Ross and Jack fists pumping in the air. I've never, <laughs> I've never gone from being so deflated to so over the moon with joy. It was great. Yeah, it was good. So what what we did do, what we didn't do, we um we added the score to ourselves, but we forgot to take off the set difference from the Hungarian team. So Ooh. although we got so many points, we didn't have enough to get ahead of uh, Lecon. So they were first, and we just assumed that Hungary was second because of how far ahead they were. But they'd obviously lost eight, and we gained eight, and there was a sixteen point swing. So we ended up being second by two set difference, uh, and yeah. Uh, just a what day, what moment. <laughs> so that's what you guys were fist bumping about finding yeah, out exactly the... that. Yeah, I had no idea about the 
the uh, the specifics of it. I was just over there helping the board chief and I saw all of our lads just cheering and fist bumping. I was like, oh, great, something good's happened. It was a very happy moment. Awesome. James, do you even remember it? Do you? Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember you all basically surrounding me and telling me, and I was just like, cool. <laughs> I guess I'll have to try and sober up now. Uh, did you sober up eventually? Yeah, I got... They they were selling sandwiches at the venue and I just got a really big sandwich and downed about four bottles of water um, <laughs> within about... Because we had like a four-hour gap between our next game. Oh, yeah. Four-hour so, gap? Yeah. yeah. So, our next game wasn't until, was it within that 12, four, one o'clock or something? Yeah. So within that four-hour gap, I managed to sober up and was good to go. And Ross's Ross. hangover had hit him. And yeah, he was on, then... You can tell the rest of this, Ross. Yeah. Let's hear it, Ross. It's... it's uh... As as the oldest in the group, they they don't quite understand how hard hangovers hit you yet. You don't seem to understand <laughs> either because you still can't oh, yeah. drink. <laughs> I I was a bit. I tried to sleep it off. Um, I I did have yeah, <laughs> a dodgy stomach. I was really struggling. Had a headache, um, and the four hour gap did not help. I just needed to get back on and play. Um, but yeah. He went was, from he was a shell of a man. It went from being I couldn't play to Ross couldn't play. But ironically, Ross did play and was still pretty damn good. You, you, he stood there on court, didn't probably move a muscle all game, and made quite a few catches very nonchalantly. He also, <laughs> he also got hit a few times, which was less positive. But he, honestly, I've I've not seen Ross play in a worse state than uh, that he did Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I found it quite funny to watch. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah. And right, and every time Ellie got out, I had to try and call. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> just throw at someone. Ross's brain was working so slow. You took the ball away every second you could. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was just like, let me stand here and catch. It was, it was. It was so I had to make as captain as well. I had to make a decision on the fact that is it more important having someone on the on the team who who was you know actively moving or do we need catches and unfortunately the way we were playing we definitely needed catches and you, it seemed, yeah i mean it seems like you you pulled off a few in your drunken state i did i did uh, <laughs> so uh, overall the end of the weekend i ended on 18 catches to Elliot I'm, 17 i'm fairly certain in ross's drunken state he's added a few extra ones onto that calculation but <laughs> you know <laughs> you know as well as i do that's not true Wow. <laughs> I know wow. I was on court more. So you guys made it to the semifinals, right? Yes. Yeah. Who was uh, uh, the team you guys played against? So uh, we, we played, played against, against Orleans. Yeah, Dodgeball Club Orleans, who were, along with Licorne, basically one of the top two teams in France where half of their members are in the French national team. Mm. They were, um, it, was a, it was an intense game. I think we were 6-2 down at half time. Mm-hmm. Uh turned it around second half, got it up to 8-6. And then I think then what happened earlier? We lost yeah, the offset. Ed, you can't put this on me. Well, you can. You will. You have to <laughs> yeah. put it on me. I fully um, blame I think you. there was what it, it was a, a minute 30 second set, so 90 second set because it's international rules or European rules or however they want to class it. Um, it gets to a point where they've thrown at us. I've thought that Ed's got a ball in his hand. So I've sprinted forwards, basically trying to take out their... I don't think he was their captain for the day, but he's 
was essentially their, their best their, player. He was yeah, he was their best player. He's basically fall, he's fallen onto the floor, diving for this ball to try and kind of chest pass it at me. I've managed to block that out of the way, and I'm there faking like my life depends on it, waiting for Ed to come up and hit this guy, which doesn't happen. <laughs> to which point I hear someone shout from the back. I think it was Aaron. I don't know, but someone shouts, hit him. So I'm there thinking, okay, I fake once more and throw at him. This guy must have been about 50 centimetres away from me and just folds on that ball and catches it. Oof. And uh, like I was just dist- I was distraught because we we lost that set, which took it to eight all, which then meant that we were in overtime. Yeah. Which point oh, we then, <clears throat> we, we get to, I think we go down. It's an even set, but... Um... We were yeah. literally getting player for player. It was then. I can I can tell you was, exactly what happened. It was, it was, it was I, a three v sorry a, a six v four to them with like twenty seconds to go. No, uh, about yeah. forty yeah. seconds to go. I make two catches. Just want to throw that in there. Make it a six v six v three. Ed line falls. Aaron and Jack both forget how to dodge and get hit by a single. Which puts it at a three v two. Yeah, and then and then we make a hit. Yeah, we make a hit putting it to three v one. The bloke then, we then stop runs up. About it. <laughs> we, oh. The bloke then runs up. Ross then decides that the best thing he can do, rather than just stay alive, is go for a catch. Yeah, gets it out. Ross gets hit out. Puts us in a two v one. Me and James are both countering. Uh, James dodges. First. James dodges a ball that later gets called a hit. That's the con- that's the controversy. Um, hits this guy out. I'm stood basically in front of him. So if James was called out in the UK the game would still be progressing. I would just hit this guy with one. But because they pause time so that refs can have a chat, after all the refs have clapped and congratulated us on winning, um, one of the line refs who, from the looks of the live stream, there is a possible chance that he wasn't looking. I don't want to say any certainties just in case he was watching. Um, Claims that James was hit on the side of the chest when the only place it was conceivable might have been his toe. Um, Puts it in a... 1v1, me versus this guy. Uh, a few controversial moments happen and I end up line faulting and just hoping the ground would swallow me up because I've just lost as our place in the final. Uh, when, you, when you say controversy, was it con- like controversial calls? or like- it's, it's, it's difficult. We, we, were, we were basically given the win and then it was overturned uh, by a ref who may or may not have not been looking at the game. And then we had yeah. video footage that prove what the ref said was probably not correct but but what can you do there's six refs on court and it's their decision at the end of the day and then in the in the 1v1 they'd randomly decide to blow a whistle as i'm countering this guy which makes me stop Um, and uh yeah so rather than being able to hit this guy which i'm fairly certain i would have done without him catching me he's allowed to kind of get to the back of the court and pick up a ball which yeah, it's a little bit of emotional damage there, but we'll get over it. <laughs> I mean, hold on, hold on. The the ref blew a whistle. You had this guy dead to rights. Yep. Uh, and then but the traditionally, ref- if, if a whistle is blown, everyone stops. Yeah. Yeah. How is he allowed to walk back? Uh, the the other ref kind of quickly says, "Oh no, no, ignore him." At which point, I'm there going, "Well, I, have, like I can't that. ignore him now. I've <laughs> I've just had to stop in my track." Yeah, it's. It's all captured on the live stream, to be honest. Um, we can attempt uh, to find it. It's, I think it's about. I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I had more um, 
fill up on my timeline than actual results. So <laughs> I'm sure if I would have seen the live stream, I definitely would have taken note to bring this up later. Uh, the fact that I'm hearing about this for the first time, it's like, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you're handling it better than I would. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. Oh, yes. Not it was yet. very controversial. Let's let's but, say I handle it better, and I had to make sure all the team came back to shake their hands because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing: sportsmanship. To be fair, um, I was going to shake that. We had a couple of yeah. uh, couple players who tried to storm off, but we, I wouldn't let them. Yeah, we kind of forced uh, them back on court. Apologised to the other team for their behaviour, and then all went about fine. Yeah. To be fair, yeah, and it wasn't the other team's fault. Yeah, so, yeah no, the, no, the other no. team did nothing wrong at the end of the day. Um, other than maybe pointing and pointing and calling, but you know sometimes that happens. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Other than that, I mean, it's not it's not their yeah. fault. I mean, it's it's, it's not just, like they cheated. It's not like they weren't taking hits and stuff. So you know, yeah, no, you this just sounds like inconsistency yeah. as far as officiating goes, and that's sad. It's a shame it ended that way, um, but. At the end, of the day, you can't you can't blame the the rest. They're they're very young, inexperienced refs, and uh, you know they'll learn from this experience. It was a friendly run tournament as well, might I add. So there was no actual refs there. It was just all teams refing each other. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's fair. Enough. It was uh, the dodgeball. It's not spread as much in France. So although they've got really good, phenomenal venues, and the balls that they had there were uh, the best dodgeballs I've ever played with, um, and their players are really good. The the refing it varies quite a lot between teams, so it's it'll I reckon a couple of years and it'll be bang on where it needs to be. So just yeah. unfortunate. But at the end of the day, it's a friendly tournament. You've got to uh, mm-hmm. take it and go on to the next match, which is obviously our, our third place medal. If, if we've gone in playing third, uh, we played uh, Dodgeball Club, Club ninety five, yeah. the Paris uh, home team, yeah. Oh, nice. How'd that go? Um, yeah, we, we won. Yeah, if, if we, so medal. My, my head was gone a little bit for the first couple of sets, but not in a, a way as in I was angry. More as in a case of I just was... I won't say messing about. I was basically... I, I wasn't being very serious. Uh, Ross then told me to sort it out, and I was like, yeah, okay, give me one more set, and I've got all this hyper energy out. And then we calmed it down, and I think did we win by one set? I was just going to say, we had to play straight after our semi-final game. So all the players <laughs> yeah. were a bit deflated. We were obviously before the semi-final game looking for that first place medal. And uh, yeah, everyone was feeling a bit down in the dumps. So mm-hmm. no one played as good as they could have in that day. game. I, I yeah. think we have to give special props to Matt. Uh, Matt was one of the few players who kept his head. Uh, Matt Taylor. <laughs> He needs to be um, an emo- he needs to be a motivational speaker. That man, yeah, yeah, he is. He's brilliant. Who, who's uh, he, he's, Taylor? Uh, so he's one of our players. Um, the man looks good wearing literally anything. It's bizarre. Uh, <laughs> that's another another topic. Um, he's in fact he tried on he tried on loads of different people's clothes just to prove the point, and he was right. He looks yeah. good. Yeah. It was horrible. It's uh, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he he basically. Uh, everyone's heads are down. Everyone's sort of like, you know, grumbling around, uh, heads heads to the floor. I'm trying my best, but you know, <laughs> I I was in no state to be talking. We were to all exhausted. Family. Yeah, we yeah. were. We've gone from having a four hour break to having a two minute break. Um, yeah. And yeah, Matt just yeah. sort of sort of rallied the troops. Sort of like, look, we played fantastic that last game, um, and you know, 
you know, what's happened's happened. Let's get on it. We're, we've come here to win something. Let's bring home the bronze. Um, and yeah, no. That's really, what we did. Just to him, I think. Um, did, you guys have, <laughs> did you guys happen to catch uh, where uh, Warwick finished? In that, they Someone finished said, fifth, I believe. Fifth or sixth? Yeah, I, think I want to say fifth, it was fifth or sixth. It was, they, it was seventh because Hungary finished fifth. Because yes, they, they didn't get through to the uh, semi-finals. They're, they're uh, so yeah. good. They, they, they def- definitely didn't deserve to finish that low. Hungary. They were brilliant. That would have been cool to, uh, to see you guys uh, play against them. You know, travel all the way to England just to play a team you guys would have played in your backyard. Unfortunately, that yeah, didn't happen. Yeah. Well, that's what um, we were joking about saying it's going to be a, an all British final, which uh, would have been quite fun. But and ironically, I mean, it was an all French final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only time I've ever seen an all British final would have been 2008 Man U versus Chelsea, but that's a different story. Um, uh, 2000, 2019 Liverpool versus uh, Tottenham. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, re- recency bias right there. Yeah, um, boom. Liverpool fan. <laughs> What's up? I'm a Liverpool fan. So, who's a Liverpool fan? Uh, Me, Ross. Oh, Ross, Ross yeah. a Liverpool fan. James, I know you're a Chelsea fan. I am indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said you wouldn't be horrible about it. Uh, literally, literally two minutes before um, before Kepa missed his penalty, uh, James was like, "I can't wait for Kepa to win this game for us." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. Great stuff. Great stuff. So, sorry about that. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys obviously had a good time. You, you guys secured uh, you guys secured bronze. Seemingly got a marketable mascot in Philip. Yeah. Um, how how is the? What, what would you say your biggest takeaway uh, is from France? And we can start with Ross. Um, biggest takeaway from France that you can recommend, say, to any other club that may conti- may want to go to uh, the Unicorn Open next year? Yeah, well, like I say earlier, um, it is is easily the best run um, tournament I've, I've been to. Uh, it's every single person there was was as nice as you can possibly imagine. The the atmosphere was just you know something that you wouldn't experience in the UK. Um, not not in the sense that maybe we take the game too seriously, but I think. They they know how to mix fun and seriousness. You know, uh, Lacorn there. They all had a great time. They were all you know bringing the atmosphere, building you know building people up. You know where, and then then absolutely dominating on court as well. So it, it you know so I, I can't put into words honestly how how well it was done. So you know maybe Ellie or James can can enunciate for that for me. Yeah, all right, James. It was probably the best run tournament I've ever been to as well. The atmosphere, like in the crowds, I was. Everyone was cheering. There was drums. Um, yeah, there was like opening ceremony, like we said, spoke about earlier. I think like in a few years, France is going to be the place to play dodgeball. It's phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Elliot? What's your biggest takeaway? Uh, yeah. So going on the very similar tangent regarding how well it was run, it it felt like it was being run by people who were really passionate about the sport and wanted it to be done really well. Um, I think the only thing that we made the mistake of doing was coming back too early. Uh, I think we all agreed that next time we'd either go a week early and do some sightseeing, um, but probably leave late on the Monday or on the Tuesday rather than first thing in the morning so that we can really enjoy kind of Mm. celebrating with them all. Because 
that was one of the things that we we considered doing but we thought that the taxi to the airport is at seven in the morning none of us really fancy getting back to the hotel realizing we have to pack with an hour to go when we can't really see which bag of the four of them in front of us is ours <laughs> but, oh, you know, it's, yeah. it was just it it was a it was really nice just to play against different people who all love the sport and who all varying degrees of ability but you've got some some of the teams that had some real youngsters kind of like must have been about 14 15 years old who were quite easily going toe to toe with some of the best players there mm-hmm. you could see they were outmatched in terms of strength but their their drive to do well was it was phenomenal <laughs> yeah um would you and this is just hypothetically, would you imagine, Would you think that after people hearing this, um, at least on your side of the pond, you would see more English teams going there next year? I, mean, I hope not. I'd rather they didn't so that we could like, win it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, by all means, if people want to help us make a ringer team, yeah, we will happily take like, <laughs> Jeez, some of the... Uh, some that's of the not exactly what I meant. <laughs> oh, that's a show. Oh, okay. But for French dogs, will be brilliant. I think, um, yeah, it, if any team is listening and thinks it was on the fence about it, I would 100% recommend going. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Just don't get in the same hotel we did because it's quite far away from everything. Yeah. yeah we you saw none of that. A lot of the uh, teams that we stayed, uh, a lot of the teams that went, sorry, stayed at the hotel we stayed at to be fair, didn't they? Was it, was it part of like a package deal for the tournament or it was just happened to be the one hotel everyone picked? It was so cheap. Yeah, it was yeah, it there was the closest closest hotels to the to the venue and was also like forty quid a night. So for three people. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so I kind of feel like I know the answer to this question, but uh whose liver got damaged the most over the weekend? Ooh. I'm actually curious after these two which one it is. Because uh, James James I, yeah. James has a point where he said, Yeah, I paid for my tab and then it kind of varied from being a, I don't remember a thing about the night to I threw 40 euros at the barman to I remember going up and talking to him and working out how much I owed to I definitely paid off all my drinks. Those ones on that on the receipt, they're definitely not mine. It's yeah, so I think James I might remember. actually beat Ross in this. I honestly, oh. um, unlike Ross, though, I went out that night saying I'm gonna get drunk, but I'm not gonna get that drunk that I can't play tomorrow, but, except um, you did, except yeah, you did. So, you know what? I, I, it just got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm on tour. Let's mm. do it. Um, I, I always said I was going to get drunk. So it's, I was yeah. like, it's on me yeah. for, for not bringing anything extra, to be honest. I, f- I feel like me, Ross, and probably Jack were the worst. Oh, no. But Jack, Jack I, came I back with the worst injury. <laughs> Jack absolutely came with the worst injury. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and the fact that uh, you guys survived to tell the tale, that's something uh, impressive in and out of itself. Um, <laughs> so currently, Philip is at um, Elliot's place, right? Yes. Right. Is that? Is, I heard a little bit of a rumor. Is that going to be used as like a MVP award going in the future? It's it's quite possible. It, we've we're debating seeing if we can get a little Cyclones kit made up for him. I'm not quite sure how we'll get the sizings right, considering he's basically just a a beam a, a beam a yeah <laughs> a beam but yeah uh, we, uh, I, I i'm hoping i'm hoping he can now sort of travel with us everywhere i think he's now more iconic than than any single player so let's just get much. that says a lot considering yeah. who you guys had before 
in the exactly. space of one tournament, the face of Cyclones is now a minion. It's, uh, yeah. it's, not, it's not a tornado, it's a minion. Yeah, I think yeah. We, might need to, we might need to change the logo. We also might need to get permission from Universal. Uh, it, no, 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 they'll be fine with it. <laughs> no, they no. no. Our Instagram is no. just going to get copyrighted or something. You're, you're going to get so many strikes on your Instagram, on your YouTube channel. You might get a subpoena from across the pond. You don't want that kind of problems, man. That's true, that's none true. of it's monetized. I think we should be okay. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. That's a gray area that we won't get into on the podcast. Yeah, we'll ignore that. <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, get your Philip dolls here at the MK Cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is epic. That is epic. Um, <laughs> all right. So a lot of debt, a hangover, epic times, a new mascot, uh, bronze, and epic memories. Um, that's right. Worth it. Worth it, it was a fantastic weekend. We're going next year. <laughs> yes. Next year. Next year. Ooh. You heard it here first. We're bringing home the gold next year. Yeah. Even oh, wow. if we steal it from the from the host, we, we, we yeah. will win. <laughs> we'll take it home. <laughs> we will take we'll it take by it force. <laughs> so you, heard, <laughs> you, you heard it here. Elliot Webb is putting MK on notice. Next year, they will take gold. At the Unicorn uh, Unicorn Open, um, maybe they'll field a women's team and a mixed team to help complete the Fingers sweep. Oh, we could crossed. go for a sweep. That'd be cool. That'd be good. Huh? We could go for a sweep. We could take it all off off Lickon. Like they've they've got it currently. We'll take. We'll bring it back. Bring it. Yeah, bring it back to Blighty. <laughs> bring it back to Blighty. Yeah. Have you never well, heard well, that the UK is called Blighty by uh, people who live here? I. You're gonna to have to explain that. I have no idea what. what, what I, you just... I have no idea where the explanation comes from, but just blighty is Great Britain. It's the slang for Great Britain. I've never heard that. Okay, I'm gonna to have to look oh. that up and see what what's going on. I think uh, you'll find it was first used during the Boer War and the specific meaning of homeland for English or British. Have you just okay. googled it? Yes, uh, I have. So I've never heard of blighty either. I have no idea. What you're talking about. <laughs> I have put a picture into the group chat. Okay, fair enough. So, Elliot, you do you want to you want to triple stamp it and say next year you're taking all divisions? Oh, I'm not going to risk that. I'm not going to risk it. Okay, <laughs> you're not going like, to go that like, far. The, the the men's we're getting gold. The mixed, I'd like to win gold. The women's, we'll have to see. <laughs> but women's, we'll have to find some women first. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Find some women and secure <laughs> that bet. Exactly that. There I'm, we go. Sure. But you, you you're stamping it now. Next year, yeah. MK takes gold. Yes, we're going for it. All right, everyone. And that was my interview with uh, MK Cyclones. I want to thank uh, Ross Gregg, Elliot Webb, and James Round for hopping on and sharing with us their story. I also want to uh, correct something. Um, throughout the episode, I kept calling it the Unicorn Cup, or Unicorn Open, I believe. And apparently it was called the Licorn Open. So I wanted to just put that correction out there. Um I'm definitely looking forward to doing more interviews uh, maybe in season six when teams travel to different countries to get their perspectives on the event itself, as well as the journey and the biggest takeaway. Definitely love doing interviews like this. And if not this for the remainder of uh, season five, hopefully in season six, uh, we'll definitely do that again. So if you guys do travel anywhere, 
um, expect to hear from me because I definitely want to hear about it. All right. Uh, if you've listened up until this point, thanks so much and then have a wonderful day. <laughs>